welcome to the you and me show our life's journey i am bishop one of your hosts with the lovely as we say welcome back welcome back welcome back we're doing this again right. um, had something in my throat y'all something in your throat yes. all right i'm jumping right in um what is your take on the chick that pushed the bear down uh i ain't even hearing about this what the chick that pushed the bear down. You ain't seen that. What she, she? Why is she squaring up to a bear? Oh my god! Uh, why have you not seen this? No, I have Jesus. not. Jesus! Oh my goodness! I thought you'd seen that. Who is pushing a bear down? Who it's is the bullying late, a bear? The girl who pushed the bear down and was trying to attack her dogs. I thought she had already seen that. Oh Everybody goodness. has seen. It. Everybody's talking about that. Oh. It's a brown bear. I probably I haven't been on like social media like that recently. I've been oh focused, focusing on certain things. Thought you'd have been saying that as being a dog lover as you are. Yes, I am quite the dog lover. Uh, it's a girl. She's a teen. I thought it was a woman, but it's a teen now that I've looked at it. And uh, a brown bear was climbing on their wall. Yeah, see here it is. I'm showing it to you while we look at it. Uh, let me get it to pay the beginning. Oh, my it's crazy. Hopefully it won't play out loud. But... This girl is going up to a bear. Yeah. Sound on from closed captioning. She said closed captioning. Yes. That's on mute, so we'll see. Alright. Too bad y'all can't see it. Yes. Hopefully it'll play. Yes. Uh, those of you who do know. Alright. They show this bear climbing the wall with its cubs, actually. And then they have their dogs that run outside and start barking at it. And the bear starts to claw at him. Yes. And then she runs For out. these reasons. And pushes the bear off the wall. And grabs the dogs and then runs in. Yeah. So everyone's talking about it because one, it's I understand pets. Yeah. If anything, you should just carve dogs in the house. But you know, it's a bunch of them. Yes. Um, but that bear could have mauled her, could have killed her. Yes, that was a very bold move on her end. Uh-huh. Mostly Considering the fact that it's a mother and it has cubs, uh huh. Yeah, that's a really serious situation <laughs> that you just put yourself in. Obviously, it's yes, extreme. That's very extreme. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, bold girl, but it couldn't have been me. <laughs> like, yeah, not me squaring up to a bear. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I mean, luckily she didn't mind. She was like, oh, okay. <sighs> now, where do they live? Um, because I have never seen I don't recall I know black bears live around here uh, that's the biggest probably the biggest animal we have uh, but yeah. grizzly bears usually or you know brown bears brown colored bears usually don't live I live think she's in Los Angeles this is where this is happening yeah it would probably be in a place where there are mountains yeah um, so, I mean, I found that quite interesting when I seen That's it. I was like, okay. Um, not to say these things could happen to any ethnic group. 
Um, but it's extreme things like this happen because, of course, now there's not necessarily calling her a hero, but she's being held as being heroic. Yes. Because it didn't end badly. Bad. Yeah. Because I mean, because was... it's like she put her life on the line for her pets. Yes. Um, which is extreme um, measures. I mean, I can't really say like. I mean, I can't. I don't even. The thing is, the animals in the situation. Like, I understand. Okay, if my, you know, there's there's a bear in your backyard. But it wasn't as, in the backyard. Well, it was on the wall. Well, yes. And then, okay, if you see a bear climbing on the wall. And okay, your pets because you gotta think when she puts the bear down, the pets followed her in the house. Yeah. So she has some kind of control anyway. Yeah. So I should have been able to just do that in the first place. Just call you in. Yeah. Grab. I can't really blame the dogs for going after the bear because that's just that's just what they do, and I can't blame the bear for obviously defending itself, being like, okay, I'm gonna. With jump pups. these dogs because I mean I don't know she's gonna jump the, no, the I'm, I'm dogs because they were just that's what I'm saying I'm just saying like on the, the wall dogs. yeah you know it was just walking. I got my babies out here but I don't really know what the I want to know what her thought process was in that situation <sighs> because if I see a bear on the wall I don't think I'm gonna go outside because that's first of all it's a bear it's bigger than me you know you're always like oh it's not you know with certain things you always tell me oh it's not bigger than you you don't need to be afraid of it no a bear is bigger than me so i don't think i'm gonna put myself in that situation and obviously i know you know i want to keep my dog safe but like you said she has some type of control she could have just called them back in hopefully yeah. they would have gotten hurt but i feel like she put a lot of she put a lot of things in danger at that point. Well, she says she was thinking that the bear was going to grab the dogs up um, the wall. I mean, possibility. That's what she was thinking. I mean, possibility, but that still doesn't... <laughs> what made you go outside and push the bear? Because she felt like she had to protect them. So she was trying to knock the bear off the wall. I mean, I'm not... And here. that's to the point where I'm now, I'm thinking... Now I'm looking at this and I'm thinking outside the box. This is a wall that perhaps it's almost like a um, privacy fence. Yeah. And they're using a brick wall. Because if you look at the picture, there's a house yeah. on this other side. Yeah. You just push this bear into their yard. Yeah, like there's a what's literally what literally stopped that bear from going into that house. Yeah. There's like a lot. Also, is anybody else aware that there's just a bear walking through? Like, <laughs> it ain't just a bear. And it's cubs. This is a bear and two cubs. You know, and it's babies. Just... So what happened after? Yeah, I need to know the, like, where, where, I mean, where is this mother now? Let me talk to her. Let me see how she feels <laughs> about the situation. Oh, I'm wow. sure she has a lot to say. Um, now, here's wow. the, but here's the, here's the thing. Um, it worked. So, I mean... I can't really say too much because it worked, but like obviously we don't know the aftermath. Like, no, is it know. gonna come back and be like, or did they, you know, hey, did they catch him? Did they kill it? Did it, you know, you, you don't know, know what is happened. It fine, like it didn't necessarily do too much damage. Luckily, uh, but she did get her finger cut <laughs> um, when it happened, as they say. <clears throat> she had to get finger wrapped up so i guess he clawed her yeah they're saying she had superhuman strength 
Yeah, because that's a big animal. Yeah, I don't but also, still, it's on but the also, wall. Also, yeah, it is on the wall. So it's like the yeah, balance. Yeah, balance is already off. A little push is going to fall. So, because you pushed her and her cubs all fell. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, I had not seen that. I... That's interesting. I thought you'd seen the, the bear. The bear show. You hadn't yeah. seen the bear show. I just did. In California, where you're trying to move, yeah. who knows where they were in I, California? I know cougars are where I want to live. Cougars, yes, pumas, cougars. I don't really know the actual. They're known in different places as certain things. All right, so, so uh, I know about that, but yeah, I know there's cougars and stuff, but they don't really bother anybody. All right, so as we say, the things that people do to save are. Our animals yes. are what we like to say. Sometimes for me are over and beyond. Uh, almost like if there was a child out there, would you run out there or would you just yell, come back in here? I guess it would be kind of different because, well, I don't know, would it be different? I think it would be different in a well, I, I in sense. Okay, here's you the feel thing. like a child if, would listen to me. Me, I think I'd probably push a bear off a wall if there was a child. Yeah, of course. That's uh, understood. They got an orange tree in the yard, too. Now that I'm looking at it. <laughs> an orange tree? Yeah, it's an orange tree. Oh, maybe that's what attracts a bear. Looking for food. food. Yeah. Feed me. Saw an orange tree. Now it's going to come back. I'm kidding. But, <laughs> you know, maybe it learned from its experience. It was like, okay, I'm going to get pushed off a wall. <laughs> she said push off the wall. Um, I don't know. I feel like you would have to get yourself. But at the same time, would the child provoke the bear? Nah. Because uh, obviously the bear was provoked. The dogs ran out and started yeah. you know, going. It's like uh, almost, uh, I don't know if a bear could. But if a child is there, it's probably it's like not doing anything. I don't think it's going to feel that threatened. Well, I'm just saying, I'm trying to think of a bear cognitively can determine. Is this a dog or is this a wolf that attacks? Oh, I think it just sees that it's. A predator, a predator that's coming towards it. Dogs aren't really predators. We're not but... predators, but I'm just saying it's being provoked. And yes. obviously, animals can tell. That was, going to those were pretty. Those going were pretty to defense mode. Yeah, that was a pretty territorial like defense that these dogs had because they didn't know what was going on. But you know, okay. I think bears do have that cognitive ability to know what's defending itself and what's not. Oh, okay. So, like, you know how they're like, oh, if you see a bear, you just lay there dead. After a while, <laughs> they don't see you as a threat because, you mm. know, you're not coming at them. Uh, but obviously, you have these dogs in a stance that are approaching you in a defensive stance. So it has that. I'm pretty sure it has that cognitive ability to know what's defensive and what's not. Okay. I wonder what Peter had to say. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, what what they have to say about this? <laughs> they probably were like, what the heck is this? Uh, I'm sure they would recommend not approaching a bear like that. Yeah, I mean, of course, <laughs> after they said, if this were to happen, um, they would suggest that you not push do the, this. Do not push, push a bear, bear off of a wall. Should allow the bear to continue call animal control, you know, get your animals inside. Wrangle your furry uh, children and leave okay. the furry mom alone. Yeah, because it could have turned out very, very bad. Yeah, everybody could have been dead in that situation. Uh, um, yeah, could have yeah, mauled the, the, the girl and then packed all the rest of the animals. 
And then we will be having a different discussion about the yes. things that people do. And then, of course, we'd have to, you know, the bear in itself would be a threat to people at this point. And I don't know why people think that relocation is just not the answer sometimes. Uh, it's gentrification. Isn't it? <laughs> you know, they don't push the bears, the bear. push the bears out of their natural habitat. And now they have to come down the wall to get oranges. So, hey. This is what's going down. This is true. This is true. This is true. This is true. All right. Well, that was my. That was very interesting. My to me. jump off of trending. That's kind of. It's not funny. Nah, I wasn't. Just, I mean, just, just there's now. Nah, hey, there have been some. I, I haven't pulled those up, but I've heard a lot of them. Because you're always gonna have two sides to how people see this. Yeah. Um, if it ain't things that uh, white people do or things that black people do all kinds of perspectives of if that would have been me, what I would have done yeah. type of thing. So, and of course, all kinds of jokes, good, bad, and ugly. So. Of course. Um, and of course, we're well, moving on. Uh, Memorial Day passed. Yes. Um, there was a lot of chatter. Yes. About <laughs> it was, that. that was not funny, but it, From, it made me laugh. It made you laugh. It made me laugh. Uh, and also to add, well, I was about to say add insult to injury. Depending on who you are, this yeah. statement would go there. Um, Donald Trump officially declared he was running for 2024 oh, hey. on yesterday. I literally, that's, I got a notification about him the other day, and I was like, who? Because I kind of forgot. Yeah. He'd he been, he been on the low for a that, that's That was the whole thing. He had been quiet yeah. for a long time and then just had a, um, I, mean, I think he did a... a like a talk or something somewhere, yeah. and he officially announced his candidacy yes. for president uh, 2024. Yes. I mean, that's not really too surprising. No, nah, no, nah, it's he's not just, surprising, I mean, he's but just it's trying just to get. <laughs> the question <laughs> of how many people will actually get behind you him. You think his legacy will get, be forgotten after a while? No, nah, it's not necessarily like a people, legacy. Not legacy, but his like following yeah, that's is what I'm like, saying. like, are they going to like it's interesting group of people. Because I wonder if they're gonna I don't know, not leave them behind, but like forget about them. Like what are they I mean, I don't really know what they're doing too much right now because they're they don't have anything to really get behind right now except for being like, Oh, if you know, obviously if somebody in office does one bad thing, they go back to Trump, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole thing. Indirectly. That's, yeah, but that's like the only thing that we really got going on. There's nothing like extreme you know like we had yeah for him to, to speak on and you know go all in on so it so. would be interesting to see like in the next coming years like what what his fan base is going to look like i already know his fan base look like <laughs> well no, not when i say look like i mean like will he have gathered the momentum to make a impact yes. on the next because, election okay, okay okay what i'm going at is if he's running for the republican party mm -hmm. how many republicans are going to stand behind this yeah, man okay that's, that's what i'm saying mm -hmm. his fan base is you know yeah they're gonna always be they're there. an extreme group of people but i'm saying as far as like actual we get to this, you know, whole election. Who's mm -hmm. actually going to stand behind him? I'm sure there's going to be another Republican candidate. People are going to be like, "Okay, we're going to leave you alone. We're going to go with him." Um, and yeah. it's going to be like really weird. So that's I what I'm you. saying. Like, I feel like 
people are going to veer away from him because of the ex- extremely extreme things that have occurred oh, okay. in the past. Uh, because With his track record. Yeah. Um, but I mean, what they're saying is, um, but his, see, me, his, his, fan, his fan base and is funding, kind of crazy. Um, his loyalists are they're they're behind him. So, as far as getting the amount of money needed, he's pretty. He's good. He's <laughs> good. So it would be one of those things where even if they had a, another Republican candidate, like what his campaign is going to look that like. could go, yeah, that could go against him. The campaign funding would kind of look like, okay, hey, he's, he's beating ahead. him out. He's so ahead. by default, yeah. we still need to get behind him because we want to get back in office. Yeah. So if he's happens to be that guy that we really don't want, but he won. I know, I know what you mean. It will be the same way how it is with what we're doing now what you know? do they do so it would be it's gonna be interesting you yeah, know but we got another long for years, you know so that's three years three away. well actually just two years because the primary start in 23 primary start in 22 oh. um okay because you know the primaries actually start in 22 23 is when you actually vote oh presidency starts, starts in, in 24 okay. january 24 true 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 so in that sense, this ain't like he's declaring four years ahead of time and people have time to get. Nah, he's he's doing it right on time. And of course they're creating um their own platform. I don't know if it's him, but the Twitter and all that, yeah. because you know they're gonna do their own. Oh. So they ain't gotta worry about being canceled. Yeah. Or being blocked. Right. All social media, <laughs> also because there be their own social platform that they can control. Well, so I'm, I'm like, glad ah. he got that for himself. He got that going for himself. Well, it's one of those things where it's not necessarily him, but it's mm-hmm. someone who supports him that's not gonna block anything that he says. I think it was, ah, what was the name of that daggone platform? Can you think of it? But um, they were going on the notion that um, because all of the other platforms have such control and able to put put people in and out yeah. at a whim, they created a platform for freedom speech. of speech per se. Although they still say we monitor uh, people who are going to be anti-Semitic or terrorists and things like that. Yeah. But, quote, just the normal person that wants to, to is it rant? I don't think rant. Yes, that's it's something I can't think of the name of it. To where they can just speak their mind and yeah, not yeah. be blocked. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's gonna be interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Uh, so yeah. I mean, people still, I mean, I'm not gonna unless it gets to a really bad point where they're like, oh, can't keep our promise anymore. Yeah, yeah. That so would be funny as I mean, well. besides yeah. the fact that they didn't convict him and prevent him from running again. So. Yeah, I feel like they kind of just forgot about him. Yeah, not yeah, forgot yeah. about him, but made him not the focus anymore. Yeah, yeah, you know, out of sight, out of mind, and yeah. then when there was people still trying to push it, it was like, nah, bro, I ain't about to do that. Yeah. You can't get my vote, so well, see you later, bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See you later, bye. Um, that yeah. was so that was 
the two right. latest extreme things that have happened, of yeah, course. Yeah, he came up on my, my AOL, and I was like, yeah. oh my god, I haven't seen you in forever. How are you, He's sir? in forever. Um, not like that. It's just more or less like, oh, he's been quiet. All right. Ain't no back talk. Back. Wonder what Mike Pence is doing today. Uh, was it? <laughs> what is Mike I, Pence Mike doing? Mike Pence was actually on. Uh, he's minding his own business. Nah, Mike Pence acting crazy. He was is on he a, really? Yeah, yeah, he was on a panel, and Bessie, what happened? No, no, not Mike Pence. I'm thinking of the other dude who was over the uh, might have been the CIA, the one who went to jail for Trump. Oh, I have um, no idea who that is. I think of my Michael Flynn. I think that's who I'm thinking about. I just know Mike Pence was like unfollowed him on that whole thing where he was like, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go now." And I was like, "Okay, so where is he now? Like, what is he doing?" Yeah, the dude Michael Flynn for the National Secretary um, State. You know, he was convicted of the the fraud. He went to jail and got back out. He was over the National Security. Oh, hey. He was on a panel in uh some I ain't gonna call it a small town, but you know. Uh, there were some interesting people, yes. and they asked him why can't, pretty much, why can't we just overthrow the government yeah. with the military and do a coup? And his answer was, I don't know why we can't. We should be, because they were talking about the rally when they did on the yeah, Capitol. Yeah. He said, why don't we just take over? Why with can't the we just do it again? <laughs> yeah, and he was like, I don't see why we can't, but then it backlash, and then he put out a quote trying to say, hey, I am not trying to advocate a coup with our government, yada, yada, yada. And it was like, how can the former National Security Advisor of the United States even mention something like that on a stage Yeah, and to a group of people? Like, it doesn't. Girl, yeah. you are, you cannot dig yourself out of that one. Yeah. That one's, you're in a little bit deep for that one. Like, I mean, you're going back to jail. Um, But that's that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, because it was on uh, yesterday. It was suggest he suggested that the coup should happen, but then he came back and said that he just didn't endorse the Miramar style coup, which is the military taking over. And I think this has happened um, in another country. It was like uh, I didn't, I ain't saying that, but the you literally is, said that. Yeah, you kind of did. But... On tape. Yeah. So. Uh, it caught you in 4K. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really know how that would work. I wonder. I mean, I wouldn't want to really know how that would work. Oh no. Nah, but that's... I mean, I don't want to find out. But I do. I'm in. To some extent, I am interested as to how that would work. Could yeah. you shut that down? Could you shut what down? Like cool. Yeah. Like I'm saying, like if I don't know how much militia they're referring to, because no, they were talking about with the actual military. Is the military really going to get on everybody's side to attack the government? Well, it would take a lot. It would take a lot of to coordinating whole. to have all of the military branches be on the same page and follow one general. Because, of course, they have usually command in chief so, is the president. And if you have the president that's supposed to have the final say over your four or five military branches, and might be six, depending on how you want to look at. Yeah, because there are other sub branches in there. We only know about, well, we only talk about the Navy, the Marines, the Army, and the Air Force. Yes, as the four military branches. But there are a couple others. Oh, yeah, that you could that we don't talk about. That we don't talk about. Yes, but if this for the sake of argument, you got four branches, and there is a um 
general over all of the four branches. Yes. So those four generals report to the president. So yes. it would be kind of difficult to have all four of those on the same page and following one person. That isn't the president? That isn't the president to perform a coup. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it would be difficult. That would be very difficult. But I mean, like, if you get one branch on the one the same side, you but might have something a little bit. You would have a small conflict because then you got, if the general Marines decide, okay, hey, I want to do a coup and take over. So yeah. y'all going to follow me blindly Yeah. by orders because yeah. you're ahead. You still got three other branches to fight. You're going to be like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, it's like, what nah, this? bro, this don't make no sense. Back but that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it would, I don't think you could take over the government with the military unless, unless. Well, I, I don't think it can happen. It couldn't happen here because it's so difficult. The places that it does happen, when they say the military, they only got one branch of military. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it would take, we have like so many. So I don't think, I think it would only be the, the most you could probably do is like two branches getting on the same side. Of that probably that would be difficult to do that. <laughs> you might have, you might have one you, loyalist battalion of people that's going to follow their general. Now, if you create a certain, if you create militia, mm -hmm. that's different. Yeah, and those are small little pockets Yeah, of people that are following now, if you could get, you know, if you could get that I'm, a, I'm yeah. out of groups. Maybe you would have something. You could get a coup, but I don't think anything would happen. Nah. I think it gets shut that? down pretty fast. Of course. Now, depending on um, what they were actually trying to do, you might can do a little damage, uh, which yeah. pretty much leads. Uh, or we're going to take a break. It leads me to my next topic. So we'll take a break and then we'll come back. Okay, and we're back to continue our discussion about militia and yeah. agendas. Leads me to my next topic, which is dear to my heart. I've always known about this for quite some time. I don't know if you know about it. You ever heard about Black Wall Street? Yes. Okay, the Tulsa. You know, it's the 100-year anniversary this year. Really? Yeah, so there's been a lot of talk about it. There's a couple of documentaries about what actually took place um, Biden actually just visited there over the Memorial um, Holiday Weekend, yes. being the first president to acknowledge and visit this site, which is creating a lot of talk and oh, conversation. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, so there, there have actually been two sides to this, where people are saying because this is happening, there could be possibly different militia that might want to do different things centered around um, these kind of events. Um, but the talk has been pretty much about what happened and why it happened in people's state of minds. Wherein, say, if you had a militia, yeah, we're not necessarily trying to do a coup, but we want to cause some damage and create yeah. some terror, yeah, um, around um, not necessarily just black, um, prominent areas or um, immigrants or yeah. anyone that is marginalized groups, yeah, marginalized groups. Um, that kind of impact could cause some major um, problems yes. or situations because I think they are starting to, they're talking about exhuming 
the 300 plus people that were killed in Tulsa by these white and militia groups that just decided one day they want to go burn these people down and take everything they got because they were self-sufficient. They didn't require anything from the outside. Um, They had their own food, their own grocery stores, doctors. They had everything. Um, And literally people were just in plain sense they were jealous of what was going on down the street. Yeah, pretty much. Instead of trying to grow and be a part of it, you know, this was a different time. So, yeah, it was. Um, I was, you know, I found it interesting that, you know, a hundred years now, people are starting to talk about it, and I've, then the I've whole climate. A, I watched a few videos on it a few years. I think LeBron days. and his uh, partner, uh, their um, film group or something. Yeah, they did a documentary and bring it to forefront. So. Yeah. It is interesting that yeah, people are is, talking about yeah, it. It's, it's, yeah, um, sort of. with the uh, Black Lives Matter and yeah, the change. Whole, whole climate, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I guess they're just trying to move on to the next big thing. Um, but it's to the point to where now they want to not necessarily hold people accountable, but apologize for the things that have happened. But my question is, what are you doing to? Um, affect the economic impact because you got to think 100 years ago yeah um the one thing because me and my mom talked about it when we was doing her flower garden yeah um the hotel yeah that was there mm-hmm. um they um did an estimation that if it had um remained yeah. at the current path it would be the largest and most profitable um, hotel chain in the world. Oh, wow. Okay. And this is just 100 years ago. Yeah. Um, it would be, you know, bigger than your Marriott's. And based on the trajectory and the way things go and the way Marriott, Hilton, yeah. how they've expanded now, that hotel owned by a black man would be just, you know, sporadically. Sporadically. So- but you got to think if that had um spread and grown the impact of today's world yeah would be a lot different a lot different so it's trying to be it was tried to be erased but you got some that are trying to as you say brush the dusts off and bring it to the forefront but my question is how you're bringing it to the forefront are you just bringing it to the forefront to say hey we're sorry about that I mean, you can't really apologize. <laughs> that's what the, that's what's happening now. Well, I'm. I'm... Are you gonna apologize and okay now? You can't apologize. Are you, you gonna apologize bring, you and then bring... can't prosecute because people are dead? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, but, you can't really. Do and anything. then you're not gonna say, "Hey, we know the 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 Whitmores was involved, so we're gonna tarnish their name." Yeah. We're just gonna apologize for what happened. And say we hate that 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 group of people decided to do this atrocity yeah, X, Y, and Z. And we just said we acknowledged it. Yeah. I feel like that's what's that's the only thing that they really But that doesn't they, it doesn't do anything. Exactly. But, it doesn't do anything. But at the same time, I guess it makes I mean, it's not something that's talked about like that. 
So, I mean, the fact that they would be acknowledging it is big, but I can't, I don't really see any solution that that brings. Okay. At I, all. I have some, of course. You know, if you know, if you're not going to vilify the families that committed the crime, yeah. if we exhume these 300 bodies yeah. that are connected to 300 families, yeah. then you should compensate that family and assist more individuals that could have been affected um, to help them build wealth. Because you got to think, if three those 300 people that were yeah. killed that were prominent in Tulsa, yeah. they were landowners, they were business owners, that wealth would have been passed down over the last 100 years to those families. Yeah. So the wealth um, gap for them in Tulsa, Oklahoma, would be different. So an apology without compensation. Reparations. Reparations. <laughs> you want to say reparations? I don't But that is the only way to make some kind of change. Even if you're not going to say, hey, I'm going to just give these families X amount of dollars. Well, create a fund for businesses that they can apply and get the money to build businesses in honor of what was done. Do you think it would, well, I can't even say anything. That's 300 families that I do not know. Um, because, no. Yes, but also the idea that, like, and people are going to do something with this money is not, like, Exactly. Well, I'm I'm just saying not just give them money. Not, if I no, created no, no, no. a fund, not like necessarily give them money, not like that, not just like okay, here's a handout, do whatever you want with it. You would have to set a purpose. Yeah, yeah, that's it. why I said if it's but a purpose saying, to start businesses, uh, home ownership, uh, land ownership, that's even a question. Well, okay, hey, my land was taken from me. The person who, the family who owned that hotel that was burned down yeah. and destroyed. If we had to leave. I own that land. Now someone else probably owns the land yeah. that they, how they got it, who knows, yeah. but it's still one of those things where there should be something in place to where, okay, if I want to create uh, a new business yeah. and I was, my family was affected by that. I should be able to apply to well, this yeah. fund and has, get it. I would say it's definitely not like only a hundred years, but I'm sure you can track down family. Yeah. After that certain period of time. <laughs> They do it all the time, yeah. but I mean, I just you think just there should to, be something. You in would place. just have to like the only thing with that, you would just have to actually like not necessarily sit down with the family, but you would have to establish like what do they want to do with this set amount of money. Well, I intend to point to where I'm presenting it to you. Is like, okay, if you're a part of this, here's a hundred million dollar fund. You can apply to it or you not, but it's a choice to where and this is a fund that's set in place to where. It's it's put in place to help rebuild what was taken from you. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Along with apologizing for what happened. Yeah. You know, if you choose to apply for it, cool. If you don't, fine. But it's there um, for, for these people. These people. Okay, that makes more sense to what I I was thinking of something a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. I ain't just saying okay, we got a hundred million dollars. What you want to do? Nah. Uh, if you want to try family. to, hey. I want to buy a house. Yeah. This is a fund I can apply for a loan to get home ownership because home ownership 
is one of the uh, ones that we recognize helps build family wealth. Okay. You know, that's why I say home ownership, but not to buy a car or something like that, but home, start a business, something that's going to give back to that community that now we can, you know, establish ourselves, continue to build wealth. I mean, that's what it was all about. They got jealous of people having wealth and tried to take it from them. Yes. Yeah. Tried. I ain't going to say tried. They did. They They were successful. (laughs) They were successful. Um, But um, this is just one of many um, that happened. Tulsa was big. Um, You still have Rosewood, which was. Didn't one happen here? Huh? Didn't one happen here? I'm not quite sure about. I'm not sure if it was like a Wall Street type of situation. I just know something happened in Wilmington, North Carolina. Oh, okay. That was similar to this. I mm-hmm. think it was like a race riot, though. I mean, you had a lot of prominent black neighborhoods, uh, black communities that were pretty self-sufficient. Um, because even if you look at the Harlem Renaissance, yeah, those areas were populated by black professionals, doctors, dentists, yeah. uh, plumbers, uh, electricians. People of professions. They had professions and trades and uh, pretty much self-sufficient, you know, barbers and things like that. And they had what they needed until, you know, gentrification came, drugs came, all these things that was, I ain't going to say put in place, but yeah. introduced Quote to um, create um breakdowns yeah i would tell people um to understand what i'm saying without saying go watch boondocks uh episode (laughs) number two (laughs) episode number two you'll get exactly what i'm talking about when it comes to how the game is played it's a long game yeah you know crack was a short game really no probably seen clips of it from oh my when we were god younger, you need to watch I've, never, I've never watched it fully through that's a real the first two I, seasons are real oh boy they they, they it's comedy is entertainment but they drop in some real issues and then you see how some things are done for the whole gentrification neighborhoods buying property i don't know if i told you the story about the episode number episode number two yeah mm-hmm. not. about the uh i forget his name mr walden or something the white guy who pretty much owns the whole town, oh, God. you know, you know he, how he bought a dilapidated area and built it up and made a mega mall, but it was a long game. Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah, he wanted he wanted some property, and a um, well, the property was it was a well-to-do neighborhood. Oh, the property he wanted. The cost of the property was more than he wanted to spend. Oh, right. So what he right. did yeah. was almost he financed a um like a a small company in the area. Yeah. And then they started doing stuff to bring the value of the property down. Oh. Bring the property wow. value okay. down. Bring, okay. Bring crime into the area. Everybody moved out of the area. The area went down. Yeah. Then he came in, bought the property, cleaned everybody out, gentrification, yeah. rebuilt the property, and brought the price sky high, built a super mall, and then he sold it. That's a lot. That's a long game hustle. Yeah, that's a long thing. I Someone's don't know. like, okay, I want that, but I'm going to tear it down, 
bring the property value down, then make everybody move away, and then when crime come in, buy it for dirt cheap. And I own, I ain't gonna say I own the police, but I bring in people See, to clean the all thing these. Is, I don't know if you have to be a really haunty businessman to do that. Oh, yeah. Or if you just have to be a really bad person. <laughs> that's a little bit of both. That's a little bit of both. I said haunty businessman. So that's, that's a long game, corrupt hustle. Yeah. But the, the, the way it's, it's put out in there is like, dang, who would do something like that? But then you look and you see it happening. Yeah. So and something's been dilapidated for about five, six years, and then somebody come along and buy it, and then everybody that's in the area get pushed out, move somewhere else, and hey, this, this is a nice little coffee shop. Yeah. Like what what what, no, what happened? <laughs> what happened to this? Uh as we can drop North Charlotte, Noda, uptown. Hmm. A few places. All these used to be dilapidated areas. Yes. They were prominent areas that turned dilapidated. They came back. Now they're prominent areas again. But where did the people go that, that was there? Yeah. Yeah, where where are these people? <laughs> it's a good question. What are you at? What are you at? That's is it is it open ended? Do we really just not know? Ah, that's a good question. They people say they moved them out to the suburbs, but you know, whatever those are, yeah, yeah, whatever those are. But pretty much, um, I can't think of a single project that is still up in what we consider project um, yeah. housing in Charlotte. Oh. They're all gone. Yeah. So where are the people at? Yeah. Because they? it's not like they have money to afford. Another, big houses yeah, and things house, like that. Like, so, where are they? I mean, a lot of them may have moved out. A lot of them may have moved to other cities, but who knows? Yeah, that's my soapbox. That's interesting. Yeah, I have my soapbox. Yeah, yeah I would like the answer to the question. She said, "Like the answer." So, if any, I would like to hear from someone who had like who went through the whole experience if they're still alive. Oh, okay. Who who stayed in those areas? Stayed in those areas and then uh, it had to happened. move. Yeah, it happened. If, like, and then where did they end up? Um, I know one chick. She's actually in California. The girl that say moved to California. Really? Yeah, Her? she grew up in one of the projects, and they um, I think her parents have stayed there as long as they could. Then I don't know where they moved to, but she left. Yeah, that's actually like, now her where she grew up is gone. Yeah, that's actually like kind of terrifying. Not gonna lie. Yeah, well, I mean, she's living her best life. So I could imagine, thing. certainly. Shout out I'm to you. I'm luckily fortunate enough to not have experienced those things. Experience that because that sounds actually kind of terrifying when you put it in words like those. Just like well, when you think of it in a sense that someone is doing it intentionally, you think of it in a different aspect. Well, not just that. I'm just saying in a sense that like. You can watch an area, you know, I guess advance. Because, I mean, like, I've been alive long enough to see that certain areas are advancing and, like, they look way different than they did mm-hmm. 10, 15 years ago when I was over there as, a, you know, a three-year-old trying to go somewhere with my mom. Um, things look different. But I'm saying I don't live in these areas. I don't see what has been going on. Oh, okay. So mm. I don't see it every day is what I'm saying. But to have to watch it every day and then get pushed out yeah, seems like a, a, a very 
surreal situation that I would not want to be in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're mm-hmm. getting, like, it's like you can't, it's mostly because you can't do anything about it. And I don't think there's really a way out of it. Because obviously these people don't have any money. So I'm like, that's why I'm asking, like, where yeah, do they, they go? Where, the, yeah, the where, do they, where do they end up? Because <sighs> it seems like such a, that seems like a survival situation. Yeah, and then a lot of times I think in, in certain places, like uh, <laughs> I remember with Wilmore, which is closer downtown, and they're still gentrifying that area. Yeah. Or they was coming in and buying all the crack houses and yeah. that houses that were boarded up. That people, you know, some people were still staying in those. Yeah. Um, but they would buy one or two and then build up the other houses. Yeah. So if I um, own a house. And at the time when I owned the house, it was worth thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. So my taxes ain't but thirty to three hundred dollars a yeah. year. Uh, but you come in now, you build a house that's worth three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. The effect is going to have my property value go up. Yeah. If I'm already in a situation where they want me to sell, but I want to stay in my neighborhood, yeah. I don't want to move yeah. because I own this house. Yeah. Either I'm going to be caught in a situation wherein either I have to pay higher tax values yeah. on a house. Or your house value is going to go up. More my house value is going to go up. So now I got to pay higher taxes, yeah. which I can't afford. Yes. So either I have to sell it yeah. and move somewhere else. Or try to come up with this money. And if I don't come up with this money, I'm still going to lose the house. Yeah. So it's a catch-22 type of thing. Even if I take $100,000, where can I go yeah. now yeah. and buy a house? So it's you don't. terrifying because like, yeah. there's, no, there's no way to put up a fight when it comes to that. Yeah. So that's why it's like, okay. That, what do you do? Yeah, that's really serious. Um and I would like to talk to someone who has experienced that because that, that might be quite the surreal situation. Well, I know me and Kai was talking about it because we want to try to do something about it in the uh, Baltimore and Detroit area because they got a lot of dilapidated neighborhoods and gentrification is happening. Yeah. But it's not being done on our benefit where we could help with it yeah. and at the same time keep the people in the neighborhood. Yeah. You know, so um, create opportunities for them. So we were talking about that this morning. So we're going we're gonna to chop it up and see what kind of plans we can come up with. We. So, I, I mean, it still would be good to do almost, that's a that's a project, almost like doing a documentary, trying yeah. to talk to somebody who's actually been through it um, and going through it. Because there are people that are still going through yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Believe that. So. Cherry yeah. Road. <laughs> that's the only road I remember. That's over. Cherry there. Road. What? Yes. That's that's where my grandmother's house was. Yeah, it's quote unquote nice over there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where my dad grew up on Cherry. He's actually from Cherry. Oh, that's what they call it. He's yeah. from Cherry. Went to Second Ward. Uh, but yeah, it don't it don't look like it looked when I was a kid. So I can imagine. I don't know what happened to the house, but I know what the house is worth now. Oh, really? Yeah, ridiculous. Oh, wow. And depending on who ended up with it, I'm pretty sure they sold it and might have gotten a couple pennies, but who? (laughs) A couple pennies. Yeah. Yeah, a couple pennies compared to what it's worth now. 
and where it is yeah, yeah. Mm. a few dimes yeah a few dimes that's what i like know. to say so you know hey but if it was able to remain in the family that builds wealth and you're still in a prominent as you say area and you know hey it is what it is yeah so that's that's how that thing go that's economics 101 in the real world we. So, she said we yes well that's my soapbox on yeah, that that was interesting because i this is not something i get to touch on you know, very often economic impacts and wealth and uh people displacement um all that good stuff i would like to do a documentary on that you know where are they now yeah that's good that's a good question where are they now um it's hard to stay in those situations yeah you know especially when you need money and somebody come along and present you with hundred thousand dollars in cash for you just to up and move yeah. people are like okay i'll take that and, and then end up in a situation where it's like wait i actually cannot do that um or i can't too, afford it yeah, when you late. get wherever you're going so hey it's too light yeah it's the way the world turns capitalism at its finest without an ethic ethnic ethic or without Ethic. ethics yes ethics yeah without ethics you know uh, I'm a capitalist, believe that, but I have ethics, I have morals, and at the end of the day, I'm trying to think about, you know, the people. Yes. Improving the people's conditions. Oh, goodness. That's my, that's my goal. I'm sorry, my brain just went to a different language. Uh, different language? This is a problem I've been having. <laughs> this is a, a problem. It's not a problem. It's a, it's a very, it's a, it's a flex. Uh, a flex? It's quite the flex, but it's also kind of annoying uh i'm not quite sure i'll explain i'll explain yes explain lucy um well on a different note uh i'm officially what they would consider trilingual trilingual yes after in school wise i'm saying like i would be considered trilingual i've taken a spanish class i've taken three years of french and obviously i've taken english <laughs> um Interesting. and it's quite hard out here because my brain trying to differentiate the languages has been interfering with my life since I started taking the Spanish class. Mm. Um, I didn't know the reality of knowing multiple languages or at least knowing something about multiple languages uh -huh. until like now my brain has a tendency to be all over the place sometimes. Like you just said people just now. I just thought of people in my brain in a different language. Like the word people okay. in Spanish mm -hmm. was in my brain. And I got freaked out because I was like, oh my God, I was about to say it, but I was like, this isn't Spanish. Oh, um, so you some wires misfiring. Yeah, this, yeah this, during the Spanish class, I had a struggle because, you know, sometimes our reflections had to be in English mm -hmm. or we would write something in Spanish. And a lot of the times what happens is I'll write something in French instead of Spanish. Or I'll be thinking in French while uh, writing Spanish. Uh, or trying to type something in English and then accidentally type something in French because I'm trying to switch between these languages. And it was so difficult during these live classes when they would ask me a question because I would they would ask me in Spanish and I would respond in French. <laughs> and that's not, this is the wrong class. Yeah, wrong um, class, wrong dialect. So I don't really know how to really solve this issue because it's not like the worst thing in the world. I'm, I'm privileged enough or I guess fortunate enough to be able to know Spanish and French and 
English, like, you know. Well, the thing is just improve and become as fluent in them yes. all and being able to it just, apply the I appropriate can, yes, one when yes, it happens. That's what I'm saying. It just sometimes is not, it doesn't work that way. Uh, I need to, when I'm speaking English, I need to be thinking and talking and writing in English, not thinking in well, Spanish. I mean, you have some people who speak Spanish and while they're speaking Spanish, they do say some English words. Yeah. And the thing is, I've like done this thing where like whenever I am learning a language, I like to incorporate certain words so I like remember them. So like I'm looking in the kitchen and I see something, I'll say it in French oh. but or in Spanish instead of English. Well, I mean, it helps your fluency. Yeah. yeah. Uh, considering that whenever someone asks me something, I say we. I don't say yes ever. And it's <laughs> kind of weird because certain there are certain an- answers to the questions that I'll say in a different language, but people don't know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I yes. have to remember that. Because if the mental mind isn't there, you text me that. I'm like, what is that? Yeah. Because I'm not thinking. Yeah. And not everybody, obviously, everybody is not thinking in French. Like, mm-hmm. so I kind of mess up a lot of the times. But um, when they get it, they get they it. Get it. Once I say it to it enough, they'll understand, but. Also, it's like <laughs> if I'm talking to someone new and they ask me a question, or they're like, yeah. "Hey, do you like this?" or "I'm doing this," and I say, "Me too, moi." See, in French, they're like, "What?" I'm like, "Oh my god, you don't know!" Oh my god, like I'm not yeah. talking to someone I'm usually talking to. Yeah, and, you need to set the parameters. Then they're like, "Okay, are you trying to be smug?" Okay, yeah, I know you I'm know saying. another language, yeah, and I don't want. Yeah, I don't want to come off and seem that way. That's why I say it's like it's kind of a flex, yeah. but at the same time, I don't want to come off as a flex. It's a, flex. a it's a very good problem to have, but at the same uh-huh. time, it can be confusing when it comes to socializing. So, I gotcha. I can't gotcha. wait till I learn Italian and then have Italian. a fourth language to worry about. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm, he he needs to talk to Chikudo. Chikudo. Josh. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah, so he, he knows nine different languages. Oh, that's cool. And he speaks them fluently. Yeah, damn. See, he speaks, what is that? I forget that language. It sounds like she, he's just making sounds with his mouth. Yeah. But it's an actual language. Yeah. It's weird. So, hey. I only know Latin based languages, unfortunately. This is a Latin based. I don't know European I don't, languages. I don't know if I'll ever get to, into like a sound language. Maybe like Japanese because I Japanese. watch a, I watch a lot of anime and they're all in Japanese. You watch a lot of cartoons. Yes. Okay. I watch a lot of Japanese cartoons. All right. Thank you. Um, anime. Yes, that's what it's called. That's what it's called. Cartoons. It's called anime. People just don't want to feel like if I say I watch cartoons, people look at my like, really. No, yeah. it's that's just the ref- they're cartoons. Yes, they are cartoons. They're just that's just the what they refer to Japanese cartoons, anime yeah. because animation. Yes, animation is actually a little different. They're in the same. <laughs> it's that's just how you animation. That, that's just how that's just the word okay. that is used. All right, to describe it's cartoons. Cartoons in. All right, we're going to take this last break and come back and wrap up today's show about cartoons. Mm 
Okay, and we're back for our final segment of today's oh show. To been talking over the music. Wrap it up. Yeah, you hear the music, but you really don't hear the music. But oh boy. It is what it is. Yes. All right, so what you got for us to bring us on in? Well, I have a little bit of an antidote. Antidote. Uh, about how I feel about birds right now. How I feel about... How I feel about birds. Um, because I had a little bit of an experience the other day. Uh, so there used to be a bird's nest on the top of my window. Mm -hmm. And recently, obviously, the scammers are out. It's summertime. You know, it's getting very warm. Yeah. Uh, so the cycles of the day are, you know, becoming different, I guess you could say. Uh, it gets a lot lighter in the morning way earlier yes daylight saving time yes yes and it gets you know obviously longer days shorter nights yes longer days we're having and we can tell this i can tell because the birds the birds outside are um singing <laughs> singing singing a lot singing their little their little you know whatever selection they want to Go on that morning. But are they singing or are they communicating? I'm not sure. Apparently, I learned that birds sing in the morning as a like territorial thing. I had oh, to look okay. I had to look it up because I was like, what are we talking about? Basically, they do it as a territorial like mechanism as far as like every morning they have to remind each other whose space is whose. <laughs> okay. Basically. Watch yourself. Yeah, like this is my nest, everyone. We're about to go out. You know, don't got, be messing yeah, my spot. Basically, that's basically you know, and obviously calling meetings, I guess, because they'd be flying. You can hear them. Hmm. But basically, I recently have been opening my window a lot because hmm. it's first of all, it gets hot at night, so I I would open it mm -hmm. uh, to let some you know some of the breezes in. Well, I should have thought about this when it started getting warmer because four a.m. sharp. I cannot go to sleep after that because the birds are screaming outside. <laughs> so the other night I had my window open and they're already loud. And all of a sudden I just could not do it. I was like, what is going on? What are they doing today? And three hours later, the light is out and I'm like, oh my God, my window has been open all night. That's why they're so loud. It was awful. Mm. It's been awful every day. They're so loud. I just know like it's like around 350. Is when you hear the first tweet, and I'm like, no, we're not doing this today. Um, so you're complaining about your noisy neighbors. Yes, that aren't neighbors. They're just birds. They're um, still neighbors. Well, they are, they are neighbors. They're residents. In the neighborhood. Um, in the neighborhood. Uh, well, we can't get rid of them. They're just birds. Mm -hmm. But um, She said they're just birds. Unfortunately, well, nice. It's not unfortunate. Um, my spirit animal is actually a hawk. <laughs> I know this because every time I see a hawk, I have a good day. Mm. Um, and the other day, you know, if I don't see a hawk for a while, I'm usually in the depression or something. So they're like my little good luck charm. And we live near okay. a raptor center. So hawks are like, we see them pretty often. They're, okay. they're in our area. Um, so hadn't seen a hawk for a while in a good month, maybe. So I was getting a little worried, but I saw one last week. Mm. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my God, you came back for me. This is so great. Um, so I'm at my house in my bedroom doing my own little thing. And mm -hmm. my mom is downstairs yelling, screaming, and being like, why, what is this bird on my 
on my fence like what is going on it's huge and i'm sitting here like oh my god what could possibly be terrorizing her mm-hmm. on this thing so i go to the window and i look out and this bird is looking straight at me i'm up i'm upstairs and she's mm-hmm. downstairs it's looking straight at me it flaps his little wings and i was like oh my god mm-hmm. it's my spirit bird how what do you, where, did you, where did you come from you can check on me at my house this never happens i've never had a hawk appear on my fence so i believe this is a very good sign for me Uh Uh, but my mom was definitely freaking out a lot (laughs) it didn't move for a really long time she was like it's gonna steal mimi she's scared (sighs) she's scared the bird is gonna take my dog my eight pound dog Uh um i don't yes i don't think that's Uh gonna happen it's a hawk it doesn't really it can't handle that much. It's not that big. I don't think they're gonna grab a dog. It might grab a snake, but it's not gonna Maybe grab Maybe like a, dog. a baby rabbit, but not mm-hmm. like a yeah. Mimi's kind of heavy now, so yeah. I don't think that's gonna work out. Okay. But yeah, I saw my spirit bird. It shut up in my house. It's never done that before. Uh, flew oh, off after a while. My mom has been really obsessed with birds and how ugly <laughs> they are. So she had another problem spring up the same day. She saw like a sparrow or something and she was like, what is that? I'm like, I was like, Mom, okay. it's just a bird. So y'all are having bird issues. Apparently. The things about birds. Yes. Okay. She has, apparently my mom feels some type of way about birds as well. Mm. Been seeing a few cardinals, which is kind of cool. Well, it's the state bird. The state bird. I, I don't see them that often. There was mm. a blue bird the other day. Now that's rare. And I was like, oh my gosh. A blue jay. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, that's cool. But okay. other than that, we've been seeing the geese. <laughs> it's their season. The geese. Amazing season. I, okay, so what I'm not understanding is why they grow up so fast. They were just babies like last week. And yeah, now they're full. Yeah, they yeah. grow really fast. Very fast. Uh, I don't know the lifespan. I mean, lifespan, but the from the hatching to full grown, that's pretty quick. Yeah. It's like a month or two, and then they gone. Yeah. So been seeing those quite literally everywhere. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. Uh, I forgot where I was, but I saw like one of those. Yeah. Oh, I was at Ladder Plantation Park. You know those yeah. birds that sit on the the water that are like huge, mm, like the stork looking birds. Yeah. yeah, the swans yeah, and such. Swans. It's interesting about the geese stork. though. Um, the two that mate and make the geese always come back here, but the babies never come back. Really? You know that? No. Yeah, the mating birds. Yeah. The ones who make the babies yeah. always come back to the same location. Yeah. Make more babies. So they so they mates for life? Yeah. Oh my god, that's so cool. I did yeah, not know that. Life. But then yeah. their kids don't come back and visit them. But the kids never come back. That's a little rude, but Yeah, yeah. They never come back. They grow up and they, they never gone. come back. Wow. Okay. That's a little Guess where they rude. meet their mates and they mate and they go back to their same spot. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was kind of like, why don't and... we all come back? Yeah, let's come. But you only see family. two come back, create another family. They grew up and then they're gone. Tisk tisk, come back and visit. Which you got to think if but everybody kept coming back, that'd be a really crowded, <laughs> very um, family they take, reunion. They taking over, but you know, family reunion. But yeah, storks are kind of terrifying. They're kind of big. Yeah, birds, um, but, birds. But it it is what it is. Um, you see some owls here and there. I haven't seen an owl in years. Owls are interesting to see at night because their wings are quite huge. Yeah, yeah. They usually got about mm, four to three to four feet wingspan. Yeah, they're, they're pretty bigger. Though. They're pretty though. Um, mm. I think owls are pretty cute. Personally, a lot of people look at them and they're like, "That's terrifying." Mm. I personally think owls are 
are, are, are kind of cute. She said they, owls are cute. They kind of cute, you know, if you look at them long enough. They get, they get <laughs> I mean, anybody say you look at something long enough, it'll start to look cute, but yeah. that's just me. Oh, uh, wow. yeah. Owls, owls pretty cute. Kind of like owls. All right. Um, well. Unless they're babies. Then they just screech, and that's a little bit terrifying. But, okay. Yeah. So, um, birds, pretty cool. You know, it took me a while to realize that birds aren't like mammals or anything. Birds are just birds. She said they are dinosaurs. Yeah. Like, they're not like, I, I used to think that birds were like a part of like, you know, you have the mammals, you have the amphibians, you have fish. Mm. I used to think birds were a part of this group. No, birds are just separate. Like, birds are just birds, you know? Uh, that's a whole because they're feathered, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so I noticed. Well, some people say they're dinosaurs. They I say I dinosaurs mean, were feathered. Yeah, I'm sure they are dinosaurs. Mm. Something I have an interest in is bats. I th- I also think bats are cute. Mm. A lot of people don't like bats. No, I think bats are adorable. They're they look like dogs to me. <laughs> she said, "Look like they dogs. are just flying puppies." All righty, that's a different concept, but all right, we'll let that one slide. I'm sorry, guys. I... Flying puppies. Yes, they are flying puppies. All right. They have little big eyes. There's a, aren't they in the rat family or something? Yes, they are marsupials, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. They have pouches, yeah. um, which is so weird. I don't know how that, how can a bat be related to a kangaroo? So it's a flying rat. Is it a rat? I don't think it's a rat. I think bats are also just bats. They say they're just bats. They're mammals, yeah. but they definitely... As they say, the father of COVID. No, God. <laughs> Not bats. Uh, Sorry, guys. They're nah. still cute. Yeah, well, okay. So we're going to wrap up on marsupials and birds. Yes, because that's what I've been thinking about. I think about birds a lot these okay. days because that's what my life has come to. Enjoying life. Yes, and nature. So bird watching. So you go bird watching. I would like to go bird watching, yes. Okay. I would like to also feed the ducks. Feed the ducks? Yes. Okay. Instead yeah. of feeding squirrels. Yeah. Because squirrels are a little bit scary. Uh, that's, those are rodents. Those are rodents. Those are cute. They're cute, but mm. they, they, they're a little bit terrifying because they can get a little bit bald after you feed them after a while. They come a little mm-hmm. bit too close. Sound like a personal experience. Romeo and Juliet at Latta Plantation Park. I'm talking about you. Um, that was a mess. All I right. hope they enjoyed that goldfish, though. Goldfish, yeah. Because I liked it. Feeding squirrels, goldfish. Yes. Do not do this. Uh, I would not advise. Mm-mm. Luckily, they are not an endangered species of any kind, so I wasn't like an illegal thing to do. But probably don't feed wildlife. Um, no, because please don't. They get a little bit bold. Um, it can be a little bit scary. Um. Mm. Because you want more greed. Yes. Have no morals. Squirrels have no morals. Mm-mm. They're just cute though. We want it all like Monopoly. Uh oh. All right. Well, who was, who was, oh, I forgot who was what? Was. Oh, God. How did I forget what his name was? I just learned about him. I forgot who had the Monopoly. Who had the Monopoly? Yeah. When? What do you mean? The steel industry. Oil. Rockefellers. Yeah, I was about to say, oh, is it John something? Something hmm. Rockefeller. I don't know those two people. John are Rockefeller. Say, yeah, I was going to say them. John David Rockefeller. John D. Rockefeller, maybe. Uh, it, um, Who was the other person? Mm, Why can I not think of this? Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. You got the Rockefellers, you got the Vanderbilts. Yeah. And the Rockefellers. Who's the other person? It was, it was one building. More. 
steel and there was one more yeah yeah, yeah. that's a whole nother conversation i can't even think about that all right we'll put a pin in that one and we'll come back to it good people you guys have been wonderful we 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 see see yeah there i go again guys you know as we say enjoy the holiday we'll have some good stuff for you i will be going away yeah i'm going out to vegas with my cousin Ah, without me me and Big Ball going out there, your cousin this, Darren. This is atrocious. Uh, not so, me. I mean, I was invited. It's free. <laughs> you okay, know, well, if it's free, I'll tag along. So, uh, we're going out there to see one of his partners that you know he he grew up with, and I need to unplug anyway. So yes, we're gonna do that. I suppose so. Yes. Yeah. Well, so I'll be in New York. I don't New know. If York. I don't know if I'm going at the same time. You're. I'll be going this weekend. Okay, yes. Leaving on Saturday. Okay, well, fun for you. I did not know this. Uh, well, I, will be I didn't know you was going to New York I'll be from gone. your mouth. Okay, well, I'll be gone in two weeks. Uh, uh, I'll be back. You. I hear you. It's only four days. Four days. Don't have me come up to New York looking for you. No. You got people up there. What? I mean, Tanil, I'm still up there. Oh, my God, my cousin. <laughs> Zuri and Gavin oh are still in New York. Well, they might be back by the time. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We will see. We'll, we'll see. Got to ask some questions. Questions, questions, questions. Well, in the meantime, in between time, continue to check out all our social platforms and um, share it with a friend. Yes, share our show. Yes, do that. Tell someone to check us out. Yes. Um, we're still looking for some more guests, but we're going to plan that out over our next uh, 11 weeks of summer. Yes, this week isn't over yet. Yeah, Not yeah. Just We've yet. still got that bucket list of discuss. But oh, God. It's no. coming. No. All right. Any last words? Uh, you guys are wonderful. Uh, I really hope, you know, you guys are enjoying the first few weeks of summer. You yes. know, it's getting, it's getting warm out here. The scammers are out. I'm, she I, says scammers. The scammers are out. I hope It's hot outside. Yeah, beaming. Uh, uh, I hope you're enjoying it, making the best of it. If you're stressed, go get a crystal. Um, go get a crystal? Yes. I forgot to talk about that, you guys. Oh, okay. I'll talk about that later. Uh, go get a crystal. Yeah, go get oh, a crystal. Wow. <laughs> They're like $4. Good advice. Good advice. Harness that energy. Yes. All right. Meantime, between time, stay safe. Be easy. Peace.